Welcome to this week's episode of the Integra Podcast, where we discuss everything from wisdom to wellness to woo. So without further ado, let's get to it. Welcome to the Integra Podcast, where we talk about all things wisdom, wellness, and woo. Today, I'm here with Clorinda Mann. Clorinda considers herself to be a truth seeker and loves helping people get to the truth of who they are. She provides support and healing through their journey. This is what lights her up, also empowering others to live their truth and bring their most authentic expression to the table is what she feels she is here to do on this planet. Clorinda worked as a registered nurse for 14 years, working in a variety of modalities, but most recent years were spent working in mental health. She loves all things spiritual and metaphysical and currently works as an astrologer with a primary focus on astrocartography. She is also a quantum human design and quantum alignment system specialist. Most recently, she has been incorporating all these modalities to help people find purpose, direction, and healing. We are going through major shifts and changes on the planet, and she feels blessed to be part of this by helping people shed things that have been limiting so limiting them so that they can move forward and shine their unique lights out onto the world. Welcome, Clorinda. So glad you're here with us on the Integra podcast today. Thank you, Heather. So great to be here. Great to see you. <laughs> you too. You too. So you worked as a registered nurse for many years, it sounds like. Um, when when was the huge shift for you to astrology and human design? Um, well, the, the shift, I mean, like if I'm looking at an exact date, I would say it was November the 11th, 2011. Wow. Um, yeah, so it was a weird, I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even realize it was 11, 11, 11 when it was happening, like, because I wasn't even really into that then, Right. Um, but that was the date that I went into the emergency room, so I know that's when, like, that's when I would say that was the major shift, because um, I had this, what I would call an awakening experience, when it felt like the, I guess, what was happening was the veil was being lifted, but it felt mm -hmm. more like I was having a heart attack, so. Oh, wow, Okay. So that would be the day. It was really intense um, uh -huh. and scary experience. Um, I mean, I was at work. I was working as a home health RN at that time. Mm. And um, I, I walked in and one of my coworkers was like, you look like you're turning green. And I was like, uh oh, that's bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> not a good thing. Yeah, if I'm green, we're, we're in trouble. Uh -huh. um, and I just like, I was feeling horrible. My heart rate was going from like 30s up to the 120s. And I was like, something is off with me. So I called my husband to come and pick me up from work because I felt like I couldn't drive. Mm -hmm. And on our way to the hospital, it felt like something came up over my face mm. and I couldn't breathe. Mm -hmm. So it was just, I was ready to jump out of the car. It was like this panic. I don't know what it was, you know, mm -hmm. it was crazy. But by the time we got to the hospital, my heart rate was like in the two forties mm -hmm. and they were worried that I was having a heart attack. So they did all the testing. Um, everything, the workups that you do, the blood work, all that, you know, and they didn't give me anything but an aspirin. Oh my goodness. Just, yeah. That was all they gave me because they were just running the test. They were wanted to see, because I was young, I was only 32. Oh, so wow. this happened before, right before I turned 33. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was like 30 minutes after that, it just stopped. <gasps> wow. Everything was normal. My blood pressure was perfect. It was just like, and I just told the doctor I'm fine now I can go. And I walked out and then my life changed. It was like, I started 
feeling energy more. Uh -huh. um, I started eat, changed my diet. I became a vegetarian at that time. Mm -hmm. um, like everything I started studying. I was having these dreams where I would get guidance on what to study. Uh -huh. I feel like the things that I was supposed to be directed to started coming to me. Uh -huh. um, and I was like, okay, well, I don't know what's going on, but I'm just going to go with it. It was uh -huh. just crazy. So that's when it started. <laughs> uh huh. Oh, I love it. Well, yeah, you just kind of stayed in the flow with it all and allowed. Yeah, yeah it was an intense experience, but um, I am grateful. Uh huh. So is that when you started studying astrology? That is around the time that astrology came in. Yeah. Um, okay. And again, like it was, there were, I would get guided to who to follow. I would get guided who to learn from. And then, I mean, I know this sounds weird, but I had, I was being taught in my dreams. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I don't I know. Like, it was like, I was going to school somewhere else and they were uh -huh. teaching me about astrology, about energy. Uh -huh. so it was quite a unique, interesting experience. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love it. So when did you find um, human design or when did human design find you? That was a lot later, actually. So that I think it was 2019. Okay. It was like 2019 when I was pushed into human design. So okay. I had been listening to some podcasts and I heard someone bring it up the first time and I was like, what is that? What is human uh -huh. design? And it was just like, mm, okay. I kind of brushed it off. Um, and then it came up again in a podcast and I was like, okay, this is twice. Um, I think I should look into it and see what it is. And I started um, kind of like Googling different things about what is human design, trying to find mm -hmm. out about it more. And then the third message came through and I was like, okay, got it. That's my call like to start really studying it. So I actually started um, studying like through Ra, like Ra's oh, teachings and uh -huh. everything. And I was like, this is crazy. Like I'm a projector. I was like, oh, you know, I just wanted to learn more. And whenever... I get excited or want to learn about something it's almost like it happened like I will be so focused on it until I know as much as I can so I just got right. get into this absorptive phase for months and it's like where did uh -huh. she go I disappeared because I'm studying it and so that's what happened and then um I was I found Karen uh -huh. I was guided to Karen and um started following her and got into quantum human design so mm -hmm. Oh, that's so awesome. That's so awesome. And, and you did do the quantum alignment system as well. Yes. Uh -huh. yeah, Which did. is a very, very powerful system. Um, yeah, it is. It's been hugely powerful. Uh -huh. And do you use it for yourself also? Um, so I use it for myself. I use it with other clients. Mm -hmm. um, and I have begun to really kind of meld different modalities together mm -hmm. um, because one of the things that I picked up during well when I first went through that awakening phase this was mm -hmm. my real introduction into the energetics of the subtle body mm -hmm. and it was through my discomfort that I was kind of forced to learn about it because mm -hmm. I, I couldn't explain what was happening and I thought I was losing my mind right um, it was just it was just it was just I couldn't stay grounded is what really was happening mm -hmm. I didn't realize that but um so I was I found Reiki through a, a Reiki uh, practitioner in Austin, mm -hmm. Texas, and I fell in, like, it was helping me so much that mm -hmm. I became like a true believer, like, okay, this works. Mm -hmm. And we spent a year just getting me grounded, you know, like yes. working on grounding and everything. So I became a Reiki practitioner um, awesome. at mm -hmm. that time. And so I like to incorporate all of these things mm -hmm. um, into this kind of work. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. Um, you know, there's so many paths to healing and it's what resonates with each 
person and each, uh, you know, healer, but also um, each client. So I'm sure you read in, read the energy and then, you know, discern what um, is in their highest and best interest. So, oh, I love that. Oh, I love all these pieces that came together for you. It's so exciting. And you do do, you do do um, astrocartography. I had a uh, reading or a series of readings with you on that. And that was just so amazing um because it's, and knowing that my heart knew where i need to be yeah. at uh soon um so i love that you do that um and um i can't wait to do that uh as a gift for my youngest daughter so awesome. um yeah i know i'm so excited i'm gonna have her do that so astrocartography is just so interesting can you tell us just a tiny bit about astrocartography if anybody um doesn't understand what that is yeah so basically we are taking um, a person's natal chart and um, mapping it out across the globe, like to see mm -hmm. where the planetary energies lie. Um, mm -hmm. The more that I do astrocartography though, the more depth I see that it holds. So it's like always getting deeper and deeper as we do these readings. But mm -hmm. on the basics, it's like, I'm looking at how location is impacting somebody mm -hmm. by, through the view, like through the lens of their um, astro astrological chart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I remember when we were working, you were talking about, if we look at it from, um, human design, a lot of people with an open G, mm -hmm. um, place is so important and feeling comfortable where they are. So Absolutely. you have an open G, I, I think. I do. I do have an open mm -hmm. G and that's been one of my, like, this is the long, the the energy thing, you know, like dealing with these energies and being super sensitive. Human design was a, a major, like it gave me a lot of peace of mind, like yes. to understand why I was experiencing the energies the way that I was. Because mm -hmm. you know? I mean, people, my husband would look at me like, like, I mean, he loves me. So I knew he was like, okay, baby, like, I believe you, but I don't understand at all. Like what you are mm -hmm. talking about. Cause he's got a defined G center. Right. So, right. He can be in these places. And I'm like, oh, I can't be here. I got to go. And he's just uh -huh. like, here we go. Okay. So <laughs> uh -huh. he's gone with it. Now he just says, I can live anywhere. Just go where it's going to be okay for you. Because right. it's be easier that way. But yeah, so the, uh, um, the Open Identity Center is just huge with location. Mm -hmm. Because we are extremely sensitive to all the things, like the subtle energies that are, are going mm -hmm. on. And what I find is it's not that people with a defined G Center are not sensitive. or Right. Like location is not important for them, but they can manage being in those uncomfortable places that might not be perfect for them a lot better than someone with the openness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. And you've been doing a lot of shifting and moving um, around as you are working through some, some big stuff that has brought you to an amazing program. Tell us a little bit about breaking the chains. This is the a new, I guess it's not a new program, but it it's, it was in its beta before, and now you're bringing it to everyone. Um, tell, tell us uh, about Breaking the Change and how that um, whole program came about. Okay, sure. Yes. Um, so last, it was 2020. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I've been doing a lot of the human design work and mm -hmm. dealing with like deconditioning. Mm -hmm. And we, I, there were a couple classes, sessions where topics would come up and I would just be like, but this feels so different, like than my experience mm. um, as a black woman, you know, like right. there's just 
some things that when we talk about deconditioning, I felt like this isn't like mine go, feels deeper than that. Like it feels mm-hmm. harder to work through that for me. Right. And I was like, why? And I mean, I know my ancestry and there's a lot, um, you know, that was challenging to it. But at this time I had moved out. I was living in Virginia um, mm-hmm. in the Eastern coast of Virginia, which I think this has a lot to do with why this came up, the timing and the way it did, mm-hmm. um, because I was living very close to the port where the first enslaved Africans arrived. Oh, <gasps> yes. I was oh, living yeah. right there, like mm-hmm. Port, uh, port Comfort, uh, Fort Monroe. I was living like five miles from like 10, you know, from this location. So I think that was part of this energy that I was there for to, mm-hmm. um, to wake, like to feel this experience. And so one day I just got a download, you know, because I had been doing the QAS work and all of that. And I just got this download in like five minutes of what I needed to do, like mm-hmm. what I was here to do. And it just felt like I was getting guidance on how to put these things together. Like, mm-hmm. this is why you had to do all of these things. Like, this is your work, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's what it felt like Mm -hmm. because it was, it was pulling so much from all of these directions, like from my ancestry and and from this deconditioning work, it was all making sense. It was pulling in the astrology and the the charts, Mm -hmm. it was pulling everything together. And it was just like a plan. And I wrote it out and I was like, this is it. Okay. Thank you. Like Uh ancestors. Cause I think this is what I'm supposed to do. So um, that is what inspired breaking the chains to start. okay wonderful and so um breaking the chains can you give us a kind of a description of what um you know the program is about um mm-hmm. how um how it builds it's it's a lovely lovely program um i heard you on clubhouse the other day talking about it and it was amazing um so yeah can you give us a little description of that yeah, so it is not easy. I, mean, I, I this is like my disclaimer on breaking the chains work. It's not easy work. It is a, it's right. a challenging uh, body of work to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started. It started by wanting to look at the the design of slavery, the design of chattel slavery, the design mm-hmm. of racism, um, mm-hmm. using the beginning point as the transatlantic slave trade, because this you know slavery has existed throughout time right. in one form or another. But what made this time different was that it was now based on the color of your skin and mm-hmm. people were viewed as property. We, we were taking away their humanity. Right. Um, and that had not really happened before because in mm-hmm. other societies and previous societies, people eventually could buy their way out of it. You know, it was more like a war, warring tribes capture someone, you become um, like their slave, your servant, you know, and right. you can integrate sometimes even into the society and culture. Um, and so with Chattel slavery, transatlantic slave trade, um, that was not the case. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was stripping people of humanity. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to see what that energy looked like, mm-hmm. like on the date that the first enslaved Africans arrived in the mm-hmm. States. Mm-hmm. And that's where we started. Like we started because what I was letting people know, you know, this energy, yes, I'm talking about slavery, but I needed people to understand or would like people to understand that it impacted the whole collective because right. this was a, a, like a timestamp mm-hmm. of a moment but all the human beings that were alive were feeling this energy mm-hmm. and experiencing this energy in one way. So I wanted to look at it from that perspective as well as astrologically to mm-hmm. see what was going on in these charts, these patterns, um, and these issues that we were basically being called to work through, mm-hmm. um, with that as our like blueprint. 
Mm-hmm. And so that's where we started. That's where I started with it, you know, and um, I found it fascinating, like looking mm-hmm. at these charts, looking at the, the patterns and the like the, the definition that was there, the, the gates that were defined, you know, mm-hmm. astrologically, like the 12th house, 6th house impacts. It was just, it was like mind blowing. And I was like, okay, like I can see how this energy has played out and mm-hmm. how it's still impacting us today. Right. So it kind of gave me like, when you can see where something starts, it gives you like an idea of how to work through it. Yes. Yeah. You know, so yes. like, okay, so if we come back and start addressing these points, we can bring about some tremendous healing mm-hmm. and it's not just blacks that have been impacted by slavery. Mm-hmm. Europeans have been impacted as well. Um, now, one of the biggest differences in this evolution of breaking the chains mm-hmm. is that we are going in even deeper into the healing. Um, in the first round, we were using a lot of the EFT or the quantum alignment system mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Now we are going to be focusing a lot more on healing trauma that's stored in our bodies from a mm-hmm. different perspective, really focusing on the nervous system and making mm-hmm. sure that our nervous systems are um, able to deal with these, tr- these stressors. Um, mm-hmm. so we're do- still doing the quantum alignment work as well, but we are also now incorporating a lot of vagal nerve, um, mm-hmm. vagus nerve kind of work and making sure that that autonomic uh, nervous system is where it needs to be because mm-hmm. it's so huge. Like this work, this, this, um, information about the vagus nerve, um, Resma Minikim calls it the soul nerve, right? Mm-hmm. It's connected to every organ in our body, yes. um, but it doesn't really think in the way that the rest of the mind does it's because it's part of the limbic system, you mm-hmm. know? So it's that survival thinking. Mm-hmm. And we've constantly been placed in a state of stress. Most of us, mm-hmm. um, maybe not extreme stress, but it's like our body never has really gotten to work through the trauma. Mm-hmm. Completely. So we're really focusing on that for both blacks and, and whites. Now, European American, black Americans have different trauma placement, like where it came from, you know? Mm-hmm. So for European Americans, the topic um, that we don't often see discussed is where their trauma came from. Mm-hmm. because they had been experiencing trauma prior to slavery mm-hmm. from each other. Mm-hmm. And this trauma, you know, we, we talk about this intergenerational trauma that's mm-hmm. passed on through generation and generation. We see this system become perpetuated and now hurt people, hurt people. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this, this trauma that's been internalized for generations in Europe, you know, I mean, past the medieval times, like there was just extreme torture. There was a lot that that was occurring there mm-hmm. that traumatized um energy was part to do you know it was carried over into what happened with slavery and racism mm-hmm. and we never mm-hmm. just have gone back to address those parts that need healing mm-hmm. so, yeah oh, I love that that's yeah that's a yeah that's a I totally can connect into that that's beautiful this is so this is yeah this is open to everyone Yes. You know, yeah. everyone who has had trauma. And I love that you're working with the vagus nerve because of that, you know, because uh, most of us live in that sympathetic state. We do. And we don't shift into that parasympathetic. And um, yeah, when you're in that sympathetic state, you're in that fight or flight kind of where yeah. you just react, you yeah. know, and like you said, you uh, hurt people, hurt people. So, yeah. Um, oh, I love this. So mm-hmm. when is your, when is the program starting? So the program is starting February the 14th. Um, okay. 
yeah, so Valentine's Day um, here in the States, we are starting um, at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, we're actually probably going to run it for two hours, but mm-hmm. after that 14th start date, we will be moving the, these, the sessions over to Sundays. Um, okay. This was done for an astrological reason. Like I love it. Timing of it. So I was like, well, we got to, you know, Mercury retrograde. I don't want to do it. Then. It's just like trying right. to find that perfect time. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And um, now do you have a website for Breaking the Chains? Yes, we do. Um, so they can visit us at um, w, uh, break. Well, it's breaking hyphen the hyphen chains dot com. Um, mm-hmm. And then if they have, like, if they want to email or ask us questions, they can email us at info at breaking hyphen the hyphen chains.com. We are currently um, doing, we have a wait list people can join. And so what happened is we received a a very generous donation that is now allowing us to um, provide some scholarships to the program. Mm -hmm. And so we are asking for people that are experiencing financial hardship. Mm -hmm. um, If they join the wait list, which I have a link to, um, that I can share with you. Um, yes, then, yes. Yeah, I can share that with you. Um, that if they join that and complete the, they can complete a scholarship application. And oh, great. Um, we're giving precedence to people that have joined the, the wait list first. So, but anybody can apply for the scholarship if they're experiencing financial hardship. We've got 10 spots. So we're really excited about that. Oh, I love that. That's so, that's so wonderful and so generous. And whoever that anonymous uh, donor is, thank you for uh, uh, allowing that for them to be able to do this. This is amazing. So you are um, breaking the chains is um, available through the, through the website. um, Mm -hmm. And I will, I will post the link for the, uh, for the scholarship information and getting on the wait list. But you are also on um, Instagram at Astro Energetic Healing. Mm-hmm. Is that you on Facebook as well? That is me on Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can definitely people can definitely reach me there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any other ways that you are um, uh, people can contact you? Do you have a astrology website also? I do. Yeah, um, astroenergetics.org. Okay. Um, so they can, they can go there. You can message me right from there um, or clorinda.man at astroenergetics.org. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, Clorinda, it has been amazing to have you on the show today. Mm-hmm. Um, I am so uh, grateful that you came and shared um, your origin story as well as, uh, you know, what you do, but also what you're doing for the collective with your breaking the chains program. Um, you know, just powerful, powerful things. And um, that is all from the Integra podcast, where we talk about all things wisdom, wellness, and woo. Stay tuned for more. Today's podcast is brought to you by Integra Holistic Wellness, home of the Integra Wellness Method. At Integra Holistic Wellness, we recognize that you are made up of four integral parts, body, mind, spirit, and soul purpose. When you work with an Integra Holistic Wellness Mentor, you'll be guided how to integrate these four parts of your being through nutrition and movement, mindfulness and emotional release, connection to others and your higher self and your soul's true purpose. To find out more and connect with Heather, contact her at support at integraholisticwellness.com. That's support at integraholisticwellness.com. You can also catch her on Instagram and Facebook at Integra Holistic Wellness. That's 
I-N-T-E-G-R-A, Holistic Wellness.